Welcome to the Mad Riders Union. Speculative destruction, one episode at a time. I'm Jay Wolf. I'm Tim Berger. And I'm Nina Niskanen. And you got into Clarion UCSD. Yes! Yes. I did. So, listeners, welcome to our little uh, minisode here. We're not going to, this is going to be a shortish thing, but we are going to just sit here and squee <laughs> at Nina, who is yes. going to Clarion UCSD. I is that did. what it is? It yeah, is. UCSD. University not Clarion yes. West. Not Clarion West. The other Clarion. The other Clarion. The original Clarion. The original Clarion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the original Clarion, technically. <laughs> So Nina got in. Yes. I did. Yay. Off the wait list, which is super great. Super great. <laughs> so we, we know of people who were squeeing across the world as soon as the news started rolling across the Twitters and such. I, I can't even put in the words. It's, it's, I know. it's amazing. I also <laughs> am struggling with words, but I'm also not even as eloquent as Tim in saying I can't <laughs> figure out what to say. I can't even. <laughs> Can't to even is a good way to put it. <laughs> yes. Right? I but can't even fair, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Nina can't even. Why can we? I can't even. Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep going like... <laughs> or... <laughs> wow. I... <laughs> That's like bat level. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> the dog loves it. I, I gotta oh, tell you. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Uh, I never, never thought about the effect on the dog. Uh, yeah, wow. long-term effects of squeeing on a uh, on a canine. <laughs> we could probably do a paper on tattoo. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so, so I yes, I had this idea of of having this episode purely so that we could kind of early goals check in purely because uh, you did it. Holy, I <laughs> you did met, it. You met all of your. All of your preliminary goals and then the parts that you relied on other people. Well, yes. I still need to do the novel thing. Yeah. Yes. The goal was to have something done on a novel before Clarion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are you planning to work on one of the ones that you already have in the can? Or are you starting something new? I'm revising a novel that I got a revise and resubmit on last year and i'm i think two or three chapters in yeah so basically yeah yeah, you're banging on all cylinders as far as the getting done and i wanted to Uh, kind of celebrate that because yes but it's also (laughs) one third of why we've been really 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 busy and really 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 slow lately so (laughs) yes it certainly Um. is (laughs) (laughs) yes but you've been kicking ass and kicking names or something like that. Taking uh, names. I'm trying. I I did say I did say kicking names. I think. Yeah, yeah you know. Details, we know what details. you meant. Yeah. When you have yeah. an ice pick in your skull, you're allowed to say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did, you know, do the whole witness thing. So kicking kicking names kicking names is totally appropriate. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a war boy. nice Uh, feels good to get something like that 
done, right? It does. Yeah, so it's one step on the on the journey to uh, Clarion UCSD. So what are your next steps? Well, the next step is to pay for the actual workshop, which is going to be quite a lot. <laughs> so the um, without any scholarships, the uh, cost for the actual workshop is uh, 4995 I think, dollars, which is <laughs> a lot of dollars. Yeah. Yes. Many, many dollars. Yeah. I did apply for scholarships, but I'm in the category of it's helpful, but not necessary for me to be attending the workshop. So it it depends on what the other people joining joining the Mm -hmm. workshop need. What their situations are and what have you. Nice. You did mention that, that they do sort of essentially try and get you there if you get in no matter your circumstances? Yeah, that's what I've heard, that basically if you are talented enough to get in, they will try to work out the cost of the work actual workshop so that you'll be gotcha. able to get in. Yeah. That's so awesome. But though. of course, there's, yeah. there's still, you know, flights and such. Yeah, that's this was like yeah, that's just the yeah. just the workshop and your your flights are going to be a, a special kind of hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well thank um, thankfully thankfully this time I'm traveling Finnair all the way. Woo! I will not nice. yeah, do the do the movie, frankly <laughs> stuck in Colorado. <laughs> Much as I loved having you, I hated the reasons why. Yeah. Uh your second visit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Ooh, so um Yeah. And and you know, Clarion I think it's Clarion UCSD. They run a writerthon every year during the time. Oh, could you tell us do. about writerthon cuz I've I've heard about it years and years and years and I have no idea what it is or what it what the meaning of it is. So basically writerthon Clarion writerthon is a charity event that runs parallel to the actual workshop. So this year it will be June 28th through August 5th. And okay. uh, it's basically a charity event to fund the scholarships for the next year. Makes sense. And writers can take part and, uh, you know, post their goals or, you know, like, I want to finish a short story a week or I want to write this many words per day or what have you. There are several options. Okay. Yeah. During that time. uh, For those people interested, uh, if you just go to clarionwriteathon.org, that tells you everything you need to know about it. Uh, But they've been doing this for several years now. Yeah. Um, It's pretty cool. I've been watching it ever since I started applying, <laughs> which was many, many years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was my fourth time applying, and uh, the three first times I lost my job, um, either right after the uh, rejections came or right after the applications went out. <laughs> Aww. Hmm. So here's hoping that they don't fire me at my current job. 
please. Yeah. <laughs> please and please thank don't. you. <laughs> yeah. Because that would be uncool. Yes, it would. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, the thing is, is that he, hearing about this and actually I I just discovered, I started looking through some of the things that I've been recently reading and it's just like, oh my God, this person went to Clarion. Oh my God, yep. this person went to Clarion. And it was just like, <laughs> I, I I was I, I Nina, you've inspired me to actually look into it. <laughs> Yay! Uh, of course, you no. know the biggest the biggest issue for for me is just because I've got kids and stuff like that is time. Yeah, because that's you know it's still yeah, six it's, weeks away. It's totally fair, and I mean there are other yeah. people in my in my circles who, like for example, our friend Marsha is a. Uh, a primary caregiver so she mm -hmm. can't really take the time time away for six weeks and mm -hmm. you know there are yes absolutely there online are a lot options of completely acceptable life experience you know life situations that would prevent any workshop from really being yeah. feasible and right yeah that's one of the things that I do kind of want to highlight because we harp on like oh my god how ready go ready workshops they're so great <laughs> And it's like, they are great. They are a very, very expensive whipped cream that goes on top of the free <laughs> ice cream that comes from yeah. being a writer. Yeah. So, right. Um, Definitely. It's one of and, those things where it's like, like, this is absolutely not required. It's just, it, it is a thing that will help you if you are able to work it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, over the weekend, I wrote a blog post about it because... It's just, I mean, I'm fully aware of the fact that I have this immense amount of privilege at being able to do these things. Like, I get, I, I, I live in Finland and I have a steady job, which means that I get five weeks of paid vacation every year. And I'm yes. lucky enough to be employed in a field that not only pays well, but that I can find some joy in, mm -hmm. even if it's not the yeah. type of calling job that writing is. Yeah. That actually can be an advantage because if you're in your calling, your work becomes yeah, really involved. I can say this as a person who spent 10 years in the art field, yeah. that uh, it killed a lot of my ability and, and desire <laughs> to do creative things, to have yeah. to be creating for other people 10 hours a day. Yeah. yeah and I think, too, Plus, that's, uh, especially that's another their... thing. Sorry. Living in Finland means mm -hmm. my work days are seven and a half Reasonable. hours long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seven yeah. and a half hours, no longer. <laughs> Unless I want to. Right. Right. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna mention, especially with uh, the interview that we just had with Cat uh, yeah. about. She talked about like other resources and stuff like that that are are not like the viable paradise or Clarion or stuff stuff like yeah. that. So you know, keep those in mind too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Short yeah, single session classes, I mean, a la carte yeah. classes. Um, but even even still, yeah. this or, is worth being or about. Or the sort of online six week classes, like I. I wouldn't be the writer I am today if not for Mary's class and uh, Tempest and Nisi's uh, <laughs> writing the other class, which were both mm -hmm. six-week workshop-type things. And, mm -hmm. you know, 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there, you know, the, th- the thing about this is, and I think with most even like the online courses, uh, you know, keep in mind a lot of these online courses, in fact, all of them that I can think of at, at the top of my head have some sort of scholarship program. So don't yeah. let that. They do. Don't. Yeah. Don't self uh, reject yourself. If you feel like, oh, I can't afford this or, or whatever, if you can if you can work the time out, I think you can make everything yeah. else work. That's, but I don't want to be prescriptive like is... that. But I will say that it's again, it's another. Um, it's it's one of those things where it's like there are so many things that you can do that will oh, absolutely. help you as a creator as much as anything else. Because that's honestly been the biggest battle for me is being able to accept myself and being able to accept my creative impulses as something that need to be indulged, rewarded, fulfilled, etc. Yeah. And that may be the big hurdle for some folks. So yeah, I would put that out definitely. there also is that valuing your your creativity can be a part of that as well. Mhm. Yeah. There's no and one. And none of path. these things is required. Everybody has their own path. And exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we all we all climb Yay, that tree and Nina. then burn the burn the branches on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yay, Nina! Yeah. So all right. Yeah. <laughs> We weren't going to do goals check-in on anything else, were we? <laughs> uh, I feel like at, at a we minimum, should. both of us should probably do a really quick check-in just to see. Sure. Because I, I don't even I, remember okay what your goals that. were. So I can't even lord them over you right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> no worries, because I will just lord them over myself. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my my initial goals are essentially that I had two stories that I wanted to revise by the end of February. Uh, both of them have been worked on; they're not finished. That's where but I you am. did some revision. I did do some revision on both of them. Also, um, you did a shit ton of notes on my my short story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did because I knew it was important. Well, yes, yeah, I did. It was. I, I felt like counts. I was. I, 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 I felt totally bad because. I looked. I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! I'm. I hope this isn't." Uh, I was really uh, sorry. <laughs> it was a lot. I don't normally you're, do you're that. No- I just. It was just like. Your notes were very, uh, anyway, very helpful. Thank you, thank you. I tried. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, my goals are behind, but they're on track. If that makes sense. Shiny. They're not out of reach. Let's put it that way. Gotcha. Cool. Jay? Um, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, mean, I shouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm in that I'm in that Schrodinger's cat position again of like, I'm not, I haven't technically failed yet, but I'm going to. Um, in that I'm not going to be done editing uh by march 31st and i may go through another round of revisions but i don't i do think i am probably at the last draft before i start farming it out to people Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. and by people i mean agents and by agents i mean 
the select few agents I've decided are people that I could realistically work with. I'm not just going to like spam it to everybody. I already know mm-hmm. myself well enough to know that like I am not going to be able to take the number of rejections that some of my friends have. <laughs> like I already know myself to be frail and delicate enough with this <laughs> book that I'm going to need to like be realistic with myself and go like, okay, I know that this agent, this agent and this agent will handle this combination of queer folk, <laughs> Russian space opera. <laughs> so like I have a, I have a very short list and it's probably not going to get much longer and I'm going to try those people. And if they are down with it, we'll see what happens. And I, I, I do have until June 30th to actually, send a query letter to those people according to my goals dare i say that that topic is actually worth an entire episode oh absolutely we should kettle fish that one we should kettle fish that one yeah i'm yeah i'm all about that i'm already neurotic thinking about it so we may as well (laughs) hey that's all right i'm already neurotic thinking about the the fish that are going to come out yeah, on my episodes got, coming you've up. You've got two fish. <laughs> I have two fish coming out. So many fish. <laughs> so I many fish. fish coming out of my ears. <laughs> so many fish. We're totally getting tangential here. It's totally fine. It's we fine. Have, we have Minnesota. now checked in on all of our goals at the Has quarter mark, I want to say. So yeah. I feel like we're ahead yes, of the game. Yes, this is true. <laughs> Yeah. Although true. we won't be able to check in at the halfway point because I won't be here. Well, that's true. just it. That's part of why I was like, hmm, why would we want to evaluate goals that are very clearly actually being met uh, at a point where we can actually point. talk about them? This is true. Point. I am. You are very I am wise. stroking my mad writer beard. Yes. <laughs> Strokey beard. Menacingly. <laughs> I love it when people yes. get all strokey beard. I love it when people get all strokey beard. Yeah. That's I'm putting that on your tombstone, Tim. Nice. <laughs> so all I was what I wanted. <laughs> um but yeah, so we did our goals check-in a little bit early, purely because yes. we had lots of early goals all set. So Yeah. It's neat to see them evolve. Yes. Yeah. So So, Tim, have you read any good books lately? I've read a lot lately, um, surprisingly a lot. Um, and one of the things that I've read I've read lately is a novella um, called Everything Belongs to the Future by Lori Penny. Um, it's a tour novella. It's, it's her debut um, novel. Not, I'm sorry. Not novel, novella. It, it's it's rather thin. It's pretty easy to get through in, in uh you should probably be able to finish it in, in a single sitting or two. Um let's see here. What's the best way to describe this? Basically they found a pill that extends life and the the what happens when the elite people control who gets that pill and, and uh what happens then? 
Um, yeah, it's it's well written. Um, Lori Penny does a lot of uh, social and cultural writing, I think, for the New Statesman and, and a few other online right. things. Um, I think this is her first foray into fiction. Yeah, it's a quick read. It's it's enjoyable. She's got a really good talent for creating characters and. And like I said, it, there, there's some really there's the cool way that she kind of structured it. There's a little bit of mystery that's happening there. Anyway, Jay, what have you been reading? <laughs> <laughs> so, because y'all forced me into it. Uh, um, yeah. I'm going to have to throw a pitch out there for Larry Elena Donnelly's Amber Lowe. Oh, yeah. God damn yes. it! oh disclaimers lara is actually a friend of mine ours in person (laughs) irl yes i I, to be fair i went to the opening book signing for this so you know and the audiobook is narrated by if we hadn't already dinged it yet uh mary robinette koal but you know reading reading uh, there's an audio you, you, earlier. You mentioned her. Oh, yes, she yeah. really did the audio book. There's an audio book yeah, about Mary her does role. the audio. It it just came out like a few hours ago, basically. <gasps> oh, like, yeah. Actually, I thought it was not last week. It was very recently, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Compared to the book. The, the book's been out for about a month-ish. <laughs> it doesn't come out until huh? the 28th. What? At least that's what it Ooh. says for me. Well, this would be out by okay. then. Anyway. Anyways, but the, the audiobook is is indeed Mary Robin at Koal. Sex Lies and Spies, man. It is right. It is absolutely delightful. I don't even want to like I'm so I'm such an asshole. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it. But seriously, <laughs> this book will this book will crush your fing trachea. It's right. Awesome. Basically the short pitch for uh Amberlow is uh Well Citizen that's just that there's like fifty meets... pitches and they're all really yeah. good. Citizen K meets cabaret. <laughs> Is is the one that it, sold and it sold it, it to me. <laughs> like, seriously, um, it's a book that feels eerily prescient, and she qualified multiple times at, at the reading. Like, I swear, I pitched this book two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's election rigging. Yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> up politics. There's fascism. Seriously. It's all I gotta say. It's all I'm going to say. It's delightful. Go f-ing read it and review yep. it on Amazon because she wants you to read it on Amazon. Yep. Um, Nina, what have you been reading? Hi. Well, apparently Amberlo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I have. Uh, aside from Amberlo, I I read The Hate You Give by Angie oh, yeah. uh, Angie Thomas. <laughs> I I just literally I could not b- put it down. It was an audiobook and I kept reading through the workday because I couldn't put it down. I just I could not. And it was it's the main character is someone who lives in the projects and has lost her best friend at 10 years old uh to a drive-by shooting. At the time of of the story, she's, I think, 19. And uh, it starts when she loses her other best friend to a police shooting. Mm. And Mm -hmm. 
it's very timely, but more than that, it's visceral, like in a way that very few writers can can pull off. And it's amazing. The main character goes to a white school, essentially, where she is one of uh, two black kids in her entire class. Mm-hmm. And it's just very open and there's this very simili- very similitude about having different spheres where different spheres that do not mix. And yes. it's... Mm-hmm. I've been there. It's it's yeah. very very mm-hmm. much like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very powerful. It's a, it's on my list already for sure, yeah. and I think it is moving up my list <laughs> yes. rapidly. Yes, yes. It's a rough read in in terms of it's just a lot to take in if mm-hmm. you haven't been living that day to day. But it's still it's very beautifully written. Like this is a debut novel, and it's. So f-ing gorgeous. The prose is amazing. Oh, yeah. I could go mm-hmm. on. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> yay! Witness! I mean, so in yes. conclusion, yay, Nita! <laughs> yes, for real. Seriously, congratulations. I'm so excited for you. I, yeah. I wake up excited for you, so I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I have to say every day. I have to say sleep has yeah. has been scarce in here lately. <laughs> yeah. This has been the Mad Writers Union. Now let's get to work. Our intro music is Cephalopod, and our interlude music is Exotics, both by Kevin McLeod at IncomTech.com, licensed under a Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. Thanks for listening to the episode and sharing Nina's fantastic news. I can't even be a smartass in the credits today. What did you think? You can reach us at our website, madwritersunion.com. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash themadwritersunion. You can tweet to us at our handle, at madwritersunion. And last but not least, you can email us at madwritersunion at gmail.com. If you enjoy our podcast and want to help spread the word, please leave a review at iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast repository. And remember to be sure to celebrate your wins. Recording. <laughs> okay. There we are. I count down. To <laughs> down. <sighs> Every time. Three is bigger than two, and two <laughs> is bigger than one. Do you not remember that part of Monty Python and the Holy Grail? I work with irrational numbers all the time, <laughs> and I am irrational about numbers, so it checks out. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs>